Good morning. Today is Tuesday, October 6th, 2020. Yesterday, I spoke about how prayer to achieve a goal cannot work if we do not ourselves take the necessary concrete steps to achieve those goals that we want. Now, of course, that only applies in those situations where there are concrete steps that we can take, as we discussed yesterday. But sometimes the situation is different, and we are very limited in what we ourselves can do to bring about the result that we're looking for. For example, if someone is very sick or has been in an accident, God forbid. Now, unless we are ourselves a medical professional that is caring for that person, what can we possibly do to help them? Even here, before COVID, there were a number of things that we could do. For example, we could visit. The mitzvah bikr cholim, of visiting someone who is sick. <clears throat> Important emphasis, when it is done properly and when it is done sensitively. And that's very, very important because all too often someone, again, talking about when visiting people was possible, all too often someone visiting was is not sufficiently sensitive to the needs of the patient and more concerned with their own needs and it is not necessarily helpful. But when it is done properly and when it is done sensitively, that helps in the healing process. Also, visiting with family members who are also going through trauma and crisis, again, when done sensitively, can be tremendously helpful. Of course, during COVID now, even these steps are not available to us. Now, we can still reach out in a way that is not intrusive by phone or by text to family members, but we must be very careful and very sensitive not to over to overburden or put demands on family members and it's a very fine line to call to send a text will they feel obligated to respond do they have the energy will we understand if they do not respond and it's a very fine line and it requires sensitivity but concerning all, I'm sorry, considering all that we cannot do frees us to concentrate all of our energy and our effort on what we can do, and that is to pray. I'm reminded of the famous line in the Talmud, 
Ella el Avinu Shabashamayim. There is no one for us to rely on except God in heaven. When there is nothing else for us to do, it is only to God that we can turn. There is nothing else for us. And that is the situation where all we have is prayer. And in this situation, prayer alone can achieve miracles. Another famous quote from the Talmud. Obviously, there are no guarantees about prayer, as there are no guarantees for anything in life. But the Talmud famously says, Even if there should be, God forbid, a sharp sword on the neck of a person, about, God forbid, to take that person's life with no possible defense visible. Do not hold for asking for mercy. Do not hold from prayer. Because even under the most dire circumstances, even under the most hopeless circumstances, prayer has the potential to turn things around. To create a solution where none was visible. So allow me to share with you an amazing story that I just read. I will confess to you that I do not understand it completely, but it is a true story. It's a story that is told by Binyamin Shachter. Binyamin Shachter is the son of Rabbi Herschel Shachter. Rabbi Herschel Schachter, may he live and be well, is a Rosh Yeshiva, a head of the Yeshiva at Yeshiva University. He is one of the greatest halachic authorities of our generation. He is a person whose character is so sterling and refined. He expresses deep emotion and empathy and love for every Jew. And he has the most remarkable humility and honesty. I have the privilege to know him and to learn from him. His guidance, along with, I would say, maybe two or three other people, has been the main influence and resource in facing these challenging times for me personally and for hundreds, if not thousands, of rabbis and communities around the world. So here's the story. Told by his son, Benjamin, it was about a time that he and his father, Rav Shachter, were in Israel and it was their last night in Yerushalayim, and they took a taxi back to their hotel in order to prepare for their flight home the next day. When they got out of the taxi and they were going up to their room, they realized that they had left Rav Shachter's briefcase, which included his passport, in the trunk 
of the taxi. They forgot the briefcase and it had the passport. It's very important. However, he says, to be honest, they were not really so worried because, you know, it's Yerushalayim and things have a way of working out and people know each other and they felt pretty confident that somehow they would be able to get the briefcase back in time. They were not so worried. And they were right. It took only two hours. Two hours for the briefcase to be located, identified, and returned to Rav Shachter because apparently what happened is the next rider in the taxi had put luggage in the trunk, opened the trunk, and they saw that there was a suitcase there. They looked at the ID tag. The, the passenger immediately recognized Rav Schachter's name. And, um, and the, the, the passenger said to the taxi driver, do you know who this bag belongs to? This bag belongs to Rav Herschel Schachter. And in order to explain who this man was, to this taxi driver who did not know who he was, he said, Rav Herschel Schachter, he is the Bobby Sala of American Ashkenazic Jews. Now, I have to take a moment and I need to take a little bit of a detour because I have to explain that, that phrase in order to get the rest of the story. So, so let me explain this. So, to say that about Rav Schachter is both a perfect description and also a completely misleading description. Let me explain what I mean. It is the perfect description to give to an Israeli taxi driver to explain who this man was in his taxi who left his briefcase there. Because just as the Baba Sali is known to and revered by every Moroccan Jew in the world and many, many others, Rav Herschel Schachter is likewise known to and revered by just about every North American Ashkenazi Jew and many others. So it's a great way to describe him. But it's also completely misleading in the sense that Babasali was a mystical leader. He was known for miracles and people came to him and invoked his name for supernatural healing and salvation. Rav Herschel Schachter, on the very opposite hand, is the epitome of a rational scholar and thinker, relying on sources and reason for his pronouncements. Okay, but that's what this other passenger said to the taxi driver. You had the Baba Sali of American Ashkenazi Jews in your taxi. Okay, so a little Jewish geography. They figured it out. Again, within two hours, the taxi driver came back to the hotel to return the suitcase to the revered Rav Herschel Schachter. He called from the lobby and Rav Schachter said to his son, Binyamin, please go downstairs and get the briefcase. Tell him, thank you very much. Here's a hundred dollar bill. Please give this to him as a thank you for this tremendous act of kindness of bringing back my briefcase. 
Binyamin goes down to the lobby. He meets the taxi driver. He thanks him on behalf of his father. And he gives him the money as a reward, as a thank you. And the taxi driver says, I refuse to accept it. I won't take anything, but I must meet with your father for five minutes. It's a very unusual request. He didn't know him at all. But what could Roshak to do? He brought back the suitcase. This man came up to the room and the meeting was just surreal. This taxi driver poured out his heart to Rav Herschel Schachter, explaining that he and his wife had been married for 14 years. They had not been blessed with children. They didn't know what to do. And Rav Herschel Schachter, as I mentioned before, he is a man of the deepest empathy and compassion. And Rav Schachter himself was in tears listening to this story. And then Rav Schachter said to him, he took his hand in his hands and with tears in his eyes, Rav Schachter said to him, you will celebrate the bris of your son next year. taxi driver left. His son, Binyamin, was, just couldn't believe what he had seen because this is not who Rav Shachter is. How could, how could his father make a promise like that when he had absolutely no way to, to keep that promise? I, I, he just, he, it's not just not in character. He does not speak like that. And Binyamin and his son had never heard his father say anything like that. He just wasn't that kind of Jew. So he asked his father, how were you able to say it? How are you going to do that? And Rav Herschel Schachter said, I'm going to pray for him. Now, they never exchanged any contact information with this driver. They did not know his name. And life went on. Roshachter and his son went back to New York. A year later, Roshachter and his family happened to be in Baltimore for Shabbos. And when they were in shul, there was a certain young man that was trying to get Rav Shachter's attention. And finally, he came over and he said to Rav Shachter that he had just come back from Israel. And he was in a taxi and the taxi driver heard him speaking English and the taxi driver said to him, do you know, have you ever heard of Rav Herschel Schachter? And of course, this young man said, yes, of course. And he said to this boy, I don't know how to reach him. I don't know who he is, but please tell him that last week, my wife and I 
celebrated the bris of our son after 14 years. So Binyamin is there. And he, he hears what happened. And he goes over to his father and he says, what, what happened? How, 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 did that, how did that happen? And Rav Herschel Schachter said, of course it happened. I prayed for that man three times a day, every single day since the day we saw each other. Of course it happened. Now, Binyamin finishes the story by saying the following. He writes, Only in Israel is a lost briefcase returned in a matter of hours. Only in Israel is a reward rejected and a blessing requested in its place. And only among the Jewish people could the belief of one and the love of another combine to create a miracle. That's what Binyamin says. What I say is, I still don't completely understand that story. But of this I am sure. When there is nothing else that we can do, prayer can achieve miracles. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.